Welcome to Socially Distanced. On this episode, we have Joseph Nichinsky, and we're going to get into a little conversation with him about what he's experienced so far in the last couple weeks of March. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, Adam. Uh, excited that I'm getting some nice digital human connection yeah. in these tough, in these interesting times. It's pretty wild. Now, you and I obviously have known each other for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. We go back to our Apple days, um, and we've had some. We've had some regular contact recently, but I was following along while you were sharing that you were in Costa Rica on social, and then things kind of got a little intense with this return to the U.S., and that's when we kind of started messaging a little more. Would love to hear about what that experience has been like, because I know other people have been traveling back, and then also what it's been like to be back in the States and what your experience is so far with social distancing and, and just everything. Well, it was definitely weird. Uh, you know, I almost didn't want to come back from paradise where we were in Costa Rica. It was like gorgeous. We were pretty much in the jungle overlooking the beach. So it was, it was uh, weird to be away. So we had, we had actually left about what, almost 12 days ago. We had, we had originally went to, to Costa Rica, kind of when this really starts to shit hit the fan, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it was funny. Like we got there. And we had there were a couple of other Americans, some Europeans at this small, it was a really small boutique hotel. They had like 10 rooms, um, very like yoga vibes throughout mm-hmm. the place. Uh, so they, a couple of people we met were actually on the tail end of a yoga retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, which was you can imagine the you know, amount of Lululemon that was being flung around this place. <laughs> um, and we, we were, you know, talking with a couple of other people that had been there for like a week or so and they were loving it. Like there's not, not a care in the world around Corona. And that was just our first day. And we got there on the 13th and it's interesting. Like our first couple of days, total relaxation. We were obviously like reading stuff online and listening to some podcasts yeah, and just thinking, Oh, I'm so glad we're in paradise. And I'll say at the end of day three, going into day four, my wife and I were both like, shit, we got to get home. Yeah, Costa, Costa Rica started to they had put out that they're going to close their borders to like to pretty much anyone that isn't a Costa Rican. Uh, so you were not allowed to come in. You could leave. And our hotel even came and we had to sign a form about where we had been beforehand. Had we been to certain countries or not? Um, and this was a mandated by the Costa Rican government. So day four kind of really definitely put a different spin on our you know vibe to our trip. Um, and my wife started to have to figure out and pivot her business. She has a fitness studio and wellness yeah. studio in Georgetown. And it's all like a concierge approach to fitness. So she's sitting in there having to pivot. Hey, how do we move into a completely digital? Let's move our everything our members do to virtual workouts, virtual coaching, et cetera. So she's trying to figure this all out on the small little old old 11-inch MacBook Air we brought. as like a breaking case of emergency that runs pretty friggin' slow. And then the, this guy, Shaul, we met who's there on the yoga retreat. He was heading back to New York and he had been there like two weeks at that point. So he was heading back and he's texting me at the airport. He was like, this was way too easy to get in. And he was going back to New York city. Yeah. No one asked him any, no one asked him any questions. And um, we ended up staying another day and a half and him and I were texting and it was interesting to hear his like, him being in New York City in Manhattan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it being difficult. Yeah, so this is um, like others, March seventeenth at this point or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, and 
I think it was the 17th we decided to go back the next day. That night I changed my flights. Um, and we were, well, we were about like three hours away from Liberia, the airport we were flying out of. And if you've ever been to Costa Rica in like the Nusa region or Nosara region, it is like a mile of paved road and then two miles of unpaved, <laughs> like you're off-roading. So it takes a while to get to the airport. Um, it's actually, it's fun if you enjoy off-roading. Sure. Um, and if there isn't the time pressure of a global pandemic. Oh yeah. And I'm a nerve. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, 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 as my wife calls me a jittery Joe when we travel, jittery I am Joe. Not, I am not fun to travel with. I, I get stressed out. I don't like being in a plane with people. Oh my so gosh. Met, yeah. My, tra- my flight there was, that was, that was something to begin. That was something else. Yeah. But now on the way home, uh, we're on a packed flight. Like every American in Costa Rica was pretty oh, much going crazy. to the airport at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I got there, we got there two hours before our flight. And what's funny is I don't know how we would have gotten to be on time. So we're in this long ass line to check bags with everybody else. And I look over to the left and then United has their like, Oh, you can, you know, this is for like the premier passenger thing. And I'm sitting there in my app. I literally upgraded our flights as we, as we were sitting there in line, which, wow. cost, like 30, which cost like 30 bucks. And we ended up cutting the, pretty much cutting the whole line. So not a big um, investment, but thinking on no. your feet. Oh yeah. Um, honestly, if it was like 200 bucks, I would have paid it because we, we would have missed our flight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was interesting. So we, we flew into Newark from Liberia and um, I was like, li- listen, listening to podcasts about shit happening in the country is not a good idea when you're traveling. It no. was not, I, it is gasoline on the fire of jittery. Not, I'm not even jittery Joe. Like I'm explosive Eric. Now I am explosive. Like, Eric, I am a whole new person. And, uh, we flew into Newark and we had an hour to get from off our plane and onto the next plane. We also had to grab our bags. Hey, that's tight. Go through, go through customs again. Exactly. Not tight. Like cool. Like tight, like not a lot of time. Yeah, so you understand explosive Eric now. Yeah. And our bags, we got our bags, we're going through you know customs. And it was the fastest process I've ever experienced at an airport like check through or security thing. That's wild. It was yeah. I was like, blown away. Chicago, I forget what day it was. O'Hare, O'Hare was a nightmare. Madden, yep. Yeah, yeah. In Newark, International Airport. Have a nice day. Not even like a, do you have any, are you feeling okay? Like, do you have any symptoms or yeah, where were yeah, you yeah. traveling from? Obviously I knew where I was traveling. I got a freaking stamp. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it was, it was way too easy. It was a little scary actually. Um, okay. and then we're on the flight home and there's a, a an, el- an elderly couple sitting in front of us. So of course I'm like, oh my, I got to move rows. And there, there's so many free seats on the plane. We ended yeah, up moving yeah. like five rows back. So no one was near, a, no, no one was anywhere near us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we came home and, uh, I was, I've never been that stressed while traveling. I, I think listening to podcasts was a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> when there's a pandemic and you're trying to get home. Uh, but you know, it was, it was interesting cause like I've only been home for five days and, um, in that five days we, I mean, I, I was kind of working while on vacation cause we were obviously studio was going through yeah. a big let's support our members let's be proactive in providing solutions communicating what we're doing as a as an organization as not just studio but tishman spire sure sure and it was really you know 
I got back to like a lot of like positive feedback from our community about, you know, how, what we've been communicating, how we've been messaging stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this weekend we made a call like Aaron and I had been kind of trading off who, who were, who would have been, who would have been coming in to run the space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so today I came in to, to kind of close stuff down, like empty out the fridges, you know, take care of stuff so she didn't have to come in. But um, you know, it's, it's interesting that like I expected members to be here or at least be working here and to know that my, pretty much the entirety of my vacation, no, no one's been in the space. Everyone's gone remote. Yeah, yeah. People are really focused on like, Hey, let's, let's work from home and stay safe. That, um, it's, it made me, makes me feel good considering like the amount of stuff I see on social media of people like being out in public places, like the cherry blossoms, um doing brunch and stuff like that like it made me feel good to see like all these small businesses like quick to like let's just go remote and not even think about it yeah i'm having Um, i'm struggling with that personally like i'm making i'm reassessing a lot of brands and and honestly like communities and people around how they're responding to what's going on right like people talk about you know leadership is what you do in the moments when people aren't watching but it's also what you do in moments of crisis and whether you're leading yourself as an individual or you're leading a company, it's really, it's really sort of readjusting some of my perceptions. It's very interesting. Yeah. I think this is a time where you're going to, you're going to see a lot of like the real, like the real core of these, of organizations come to the, you know, the forefront of like, are you, are you people over profits as an organization? And you know, there are a lot of companies out there, I think that are doing great stuff. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Um, and I, I think, definitely think there are some that probably need to, to re, refocus some of that effort, but, um, you know, that it, it's going to be a, a whole new world. I mean, this is, I mean, I've only been in, at home for five days with my wife and we're already like struggling for space of who gets what. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing some work during the week. For sure. She's going to. She's gonna be doing virtual workouts in our living room, which is also like our office is like literally part of our living room. Yeah. So now I'm like, we're who's working where and when and who's doing what? So we we're we're creating our own calendar for this stuff. Yeah. So like, that, I think that's a, that's a great segue. What are some of these sort of unexpected? I'm interested in both the unexpected challenges, but also the unexpected, let's say like silver linings, if there are any. Well, I mean, the silver linings is I think I, I I've been running a lot of ideas through my wife. I think she's got a really great mind for communication mm-hmm. and some of the work that I'm, I'm doing right now around, Hey, what's some great communication we can do for, you know, post COVID to reach out to communities and to talk to them about what we do at studio and what makes us unique and market. But, you know, I've been bouncing some ideas off her on like, Hey, how do we create some content? That's not like tone deaf that speaks to the mm-hmm. community that really provides value um and talks about this idea of like hey like we we understand the situation that a lot of businesses are in like here's some of the stuff that we want to do as a company and a platform for small businesses to empower you to make this financially easier for you etc um so it just it's been great to be able to bounce ideas off of her because i mean she's she runs her own business she's yeah pretty successful with it so um and i you know know my background in sales i'm I'm a big collaborator when it comes to communication. It's got to be sure. a, a team effort. So 
having just another person right next to me I can bounce ideas off of has been huge. That's awesome. And what about, I mean, I know you mentioned like the logistics. Mm -hmm. Any other challenges that have kind of popped up? Honestly, I, I have such respect for people that work remote on the regular. This mm -hmm. It is so distracting working at home. Um, I've, I like, I'm an organizer and cleaner. So I've been spending a lot of time organizing and cleaning everything in my house, which is mm -hmm. like, I can, I, now that I can do it whenever I want, it's like, that's a distraction. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, having my dog in the house, it's, there's so many little distractions. Yeah. And these little things that take you away for five, 10 minutes, every hour on top of the other little things that distract you in, in the house, it, it, it's tough. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely am trying to create a routine where um, like when I was going through my tr transition post Apple and I took some time off kind of my, my sabbatical, like I used to treat finding a job or figuring out what I wanted to do next, like a job. Yeah. And I'm trying to treat working from home the same way. Like I get up same, like early, I shower, I eat breakfast. Like I'm trying to, create a similar routine yeah and not fall into this like i stay up late i watch movies i'm like gaming a lot um i'm actually i don't even know why i said i'm not even a gamer but you know <laughs> I mean? um like i'm doing i'm just like i, I want to be able to make sure I, I get into that the right routine but um in speaking of routines you're gonna laugh at this so yesterday we went to lizette's studio and we put we brought a bunch of like the fitness stuff fitness sure. to your home so yeah, like, yeah we brought some dumbbells some uh stretchy cord things for stuff i don't that's obviously not a, a technical term. those are the technical <laughs> terms exactly the scientific terms uh and we also brought home some of like the really interesting stuff so she has infra infrared light uh box that hangs up on a door so we brought that home and a trampoline oh my gosh. I, trampol I trampolined last night in my living room all right i'm expecting some really good ig story content I somebody probably posted it in the building across the street from me, 100%. Because I looked like a freaking idiot. I had the office on the TV, okay, doing like these. Uh, I thought jumping on a trampoline for five minutes would be easy, and it would be. But she, my wife, was like, "You gotta do this like crouch move, and you gotta do knee lifts while you do it." And honestly, five minutes in, I was like sweating. My sure, that's my her job. Um, so routine, trying to keep a routine trying to sort of trying to stay organized are ways that you're looking at navigating being at home, you know, for the foreseeable yeah. future. And this even calendaring between you and Lizette around using certain spaces in the home. Yeah. She's a better negotiator than me. So she, she's gotten more of the uh, office space and Does that makes sense. No. Yeah. And it's, it's, also, I think uh, understanding where and when we need the support is mm -hmm. has been huge. Um, I think it's it's going to be a, a definitely a test of like each other's patience sure. because we we're both strong personalities, and I think we recognize that. And we do. There are two things: we make sure whenever if we even if we get in like little disagreements, we always try to walk away like not in a bad spot. Yeah. Um, so like we we've always done that. Like we never end arguments in the arguments, though. We try to like yeah. bury the hatchet in the moment, but. I definitely think uh, communication for us is going to be huge because mm -hmm. um, knowing we both have strong personalities, we like to we're upfront about what we want, and we're gonna we're gonna have to figure out like that balance. So, um, but knowing that she has a small business, she's trying to figure out in this new environment for like the next who knows like could be five weeks, could be six months. Yeah, yeah. No, we, right? we don't we don't know. So 
you know, I, I'm trying to be as, as supportive as I can be, you know, knowing that yeah, I work for a very established company that isn't going anywhere. Um, you know, I think knowing it, it's literally her business, I, it's crazy to think how many other small businesses are probably dealing with the same challenge of, I have no, literally no revenue coming in and I still have to pay my, my rent. Yeah, that's wild. And th there's a law in Austria um, that I, I was reading about, uh, someone posted about it on Twitter. During times of national crisis and pandemics are included, landlords can't charge businesses rent who can't generate revenue. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was what a human what a human law. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised it's a country like in Europe that is yeah. in the the arena of one of the more liberal you know, yeah. liberal or, or progressive countries. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's you know, I definitely I was talking to a friend of mine that is in real estate and um, another one that also has a small business. And we we're talking about uh, we I, I really it might cross my fingers and kind of and hoping and lighting some sage that there ends up being like a, Hey, small businesses get to defer payments. Like, and so if you're on like a five-year lease and the next three months, you can't pay your rent, those three months just get added on the end. So now you have like a five-year and three-month lease. Yeah. It's going to be very it, interesting. I think, I yeah. think, I think how we, how we develop solutions for this at every level, whether it's medical, whether it's at-risk populations, whether it's small businesses, I think that this is going to be a time of, very rapid, and this is me being optimistic, but rapid um, shifts in how we do business and how we operate as a as a world. Um, whether it's permanent or not is another is another conversation. Would it be helpful? And I don't know what traction the show is going to get, but can can we get Lizette's information? Can you send it to me, and I can drop it in the notes of the show, like the website, or if she yeah, has like an IG, course. or if she's trying to, yeah, you know, if she's trying to go a, virtual. It's Kinesis DC. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the web info, but you cool. can look up, you know, Kinesis, they're in Georgetown. It's a boutique, it's a concierge approach to fitness. So it's like yeah. all one-on-one -on -one personal training, Pilates, boxing, health and wellness, MAT, which is like this crazy hybrid between acupuncture and massage therapy. Imagine, sure. massage therapy. Imagine if like you had to like focus on one specific pressure point to relieve pressure, like yeah, yeah. kind of like acupuncture does, but with massage, um, Stuff's great. I've taken many a spell on my bike, and every time I do, I like, take a bike. I get a bunch of uh, you know, MAT stuff. But nice. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send that. She's she's doing. They're doing a lot of great virtual stuff with their member base. Um, so it's it's it, you know it's and it's good because a lot of her members that she's being in Georgetown, she's catering, and her clientele are all right at fifty five plus. I'm a, I'm a large majority of her clients are fifty five plus. Yeah. Who this is. The co you know, this is coronavirus is impacting that demographic more than anybody. Yeah. Right. Or has a potential to. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, being healthy and, and staying fit are, are a big part of that community. And uh, it's great to see that she's engaging it. Like when I left the house this morning at quarter to eight, she was just getting her video stuff set up for a, a 7.55 a.m. session. Um, so much stuff all over the living room that was like all these like rollers and yeah all this other stuff you're going to use, but it, it's great to, to see that they, they want to continue serving their members because they know that the impact that that has on, on their lives. Yeah, also, no, it's like, huge. Some of her members have uh, like, they're seeing like a lot of benefits to people that have like have arthritis or mobility problems, Pilates and um, a couple other of the like stuff they do routine. Like wise is 
super beneficial to people that have like, you know, mobility problems Sure. because it's not necessarily like, Oh, you're not using and lifting and running. Like you're, you're really doing exercise with your own body. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think, and I think that people are going to try and figure out ways to take care of themselves when they can't go to gyms and can't go to their personal trainers. And so, I mean, I know you got a business and once this is all cooled down, you know, the company that you work for, we can talk about co- co-working spaces again. But in the meantime, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll focus on, uh, on those small like, businesses, like you said. Yeah. I didn't think right now, like this is, it's funny, like there's going to be this time like post crow where like small businesses are like, I can't be locked into like five year lease, all these like long complex terms. Um, I'm definitely looking at it like, Hey, how do I reach out to members of the community to be like, yeah, here's some really great things that we're doing mm-hmm. financially for small business to like, ease that upfront cost of you having to move in mm-hmm. like right now we've been doing like essentially like anyone that moves in right now even on like a, a six to 12 month lease which is super yeah. short we're giving you your first month free like we've been doing that for a while mm-hmm. um as, as well as like you know being pretty competitive on other rates but I, i'm thinking like i want to really push for like hey what are some things we can offer to small businesses to like ease like ease their like their transition through this for period because sure. like there's gonna be a lonely. lot of pressure yeah, it's getting yeah. huge, especially in this game. I mean, co-working game. It's yeah. canceling a dead cat without finding a co-working space. <laughs> um, let's 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 see if we can end this uh, in a way. I'm I'm interested in in getting your perspective. If you were to think, you know, not about business, not about work, but more at a sort of a community and, and global level, any any sort of reflections or or parting thoughts on where things are at the moment. I, you know, I, I, I think trying to remain calm and, and patient and understanding and empathetic are, are going to be huge for us right yeah. now. The, the amount of like fighting and aggressiveness I see on everything I do social media wise, like so many people posting opinions and getting into arguments um, about what should or should not be done. I think right now it's just we all need to really be very understanding and caring towards one another. And I'm, uh, I'm trying to unplug a little bit from social media. Like I, I posted something yesterday about, um, an article from, uh, like a physicist and com- complexity scientist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had to look up what complexity scientists even do. Um, but you know, I, 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 sh- I shared it and I, my usual tone would have been like, Oh, we need to do five weeks look at this guy, he's right, Trump's wrong, like all this stuff and dividing. Um, and I would have definitely had a tone that was attacking like a side of this aisle, so to speak. Um, but I think right now I'm trying to be more mindful of, you know, my communication style to others and to try to like share stuff in an open tone and to really be objective and to, to listen because this is going to be very stressful times for people living inside. Like I'm an extrovert. I can only imagine two weeks from now I'm worried about my wife like killing me because I, <laughs> I'm going to definitely be annoying. We'll, uh, we'll do, we'll do some virtual hangouts. Exactly. But you know, I think right now it's, it's just all about, you know, being calm, being patient with, with one another and uh, don't be afraid to reach out to people and, and stay connected. You know, I think it's a good opportunity for us to, to reset, to focus on things that, that matter in our life that are not work-related. I love that message. Rebuild relationships, focus on you.
That's going to be, that'll be the soundbite. Joe, thank you so much for being on, on the show. I appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing, you know, this is not easy. It's not, it's not, especially if you're looking for toilet paper. (laughs) Well, a quick note to listeners. This is socially distanced, a podcast hosted by Adam Mutchler. Uh, Stay safe. And remember, we are all more connected than we ever imagined.